0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So, in this in this week's sukham, the Rabbi spoke about a Mishnah in Pirkey Avos, um, which goes as follows: Benazai said, "Be quick in performing a minor mitzvah, in the case of a in, in the case of a major mitzvah, and flee from transgressions. For one commandment leads to another commandment, and transgression leads to another transgression. For reward, for the reward for performing a commandment or a mitzvah is another mitzvah or commandment." And the reward for committing a transgression is a transgression. So the question is, why why does he have to specify running to perform even a minor one as with a major one? Because it seems to be common sense, right? Like all mitzvahs are commanded by God, by God to, to do. They're all mitzvahs. they're all important to fulfill. There's no, it doesn't matter whether it's minor or major. And on top of that, this idea of running, what's this idea of running? Because we know that, we know that you ha- one, one is commanded to, to run to shul, to run to synagogue. In terms of, and what that means is, one's commandment to run, to, to perform God's will. So, what's this really idea, what's really this idea of running? and the way i kind of thought of it from the sikha was that what you have to run to first of all mitzvahs are subjective what one what 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 is difficult for one is easy for another what is easy for another is difficult for somebody else and as a result minor and major they could seem you know they they, they they're rather subjective so even if in your mind it seems to be a minor mitzvah, you still have to run for it as if it's a major mitzvah. Even if in your mind this is something so easy, it's something so why do I have to? I can just get it done any time. No, but in fact, you still have to run. You still have to run for it, right? Because the ma- the major mitzvah, you're like, oh, this is difficult. I actually have to put effort into it, and I have to prepare myself, and I have to do it, right? And, you're, and so, therefore, therefore, you run. But I thought about in, in this in this way that. You know, it's almost it's almost easy to, to, to stop doing the easy things. Right? It's easy to stop doing the 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 easy things. Why? Because you'll say, I can do this at any given point in time. It doesn't have to be right now. Why do I have to run for it right now? I can make a mo I can make time at a different point in time. But as we know in another pick it says if if not now, then when? But when you miss that and you make that rationalization in your in your mind that you, that, that it 's not necessarily important to to do that minor mitzvah now and give up what you 're doing in the current moment because you could just do it later that 's the minute when you start slipping that 's the minute when that minor mitzvah then starts becoming a more difficult mitzvah a major mm-hmm. mitzvah to the extent where later when you're when you when things have piled on, now that minor mitzvah, that, 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 that thing that was so easy to do is now very difficult because now you don't have the time. And, and more than that, you don't have the willpower or the motivation to do it. And so what happens through this compromise of, uh, of doing and lack of fervor and vigor and desire and passion to do a mitzvah or, or to do something that's easy for you is that it eventually becomes harder that your discipline becomes lower your 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 ability to overcome some sort of immediate pleasure for for some something that is not as pleasurable or at, not as pleasurable in the for the immediate right now for something good that was later to come becomes much more difficult and then this is another lesson so that running becomes a a recipe and a formula for also doing good. And so both these kind of dynamics seem to tell us of a mode of living and a mode of being that is beneficial and proper and, and sets us up for success. Why? Because, first of all, run to do a minor mitzvah. Why? Because when you want to start doing something, you want to start changing your life, you're right that you do have to change great things in one's life or everyone has things to change. And when you think about the gravity of, of the changes need to be made, it becomes daunting, right? So something like cleaning one's kitchen or cleaning one's room, right? You, ever, Everyone has been in a time where they have to clean their room and it's difficult and you say, oh my gosh, this is here, this is everywhere. How am I ever going to get this done? I don't know how to organize it. I don't know how to do it. But this dictum of this Mishnah is run to perform even a minor mitzvah. So meaning, just start by throwing one thing into the garbage. And get excited about it. This is how you're going to start it. And what's the reward for that? The reward is another mitzvah. The reward for doing a minor mitzvah is another mitzvah. That means you bite off a small piece. You bite off a small piece. You run. You're excited about it. And then you're given the, the ability and the capacity and the motivation to then perform another thing because productivity beggars productivity. When you wake up in the morning, you start getting things done, then the whole day is productive. It's like a rolling ball that, can, that continues going. It, it's self-repelling. It, it has momentum. But when it becomes difficult or rather you 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 get you you give in to the difficulty and you don't run to perform the minor mitzvah and and allow the minor mitzvah now to take hold of you then that that on the contrary it begets, god forbid stagnation and then stagnation begets further difficulties which could lead to god forbid sin or transgressing so in this mode you have a you have a double edged sword here you have the that running to, run to do, a, to do a, minor, a minor mistake because that will ultimately... Run to do a minor thing. Start with a small task. Don't bite off more than you can chew because when you bite off more than you can chew, you choke, God forbid. There was, there was a great line in, in one of these shows that I liked. It's, um, this advertising agent has a meeting with Conrad Hilton, the guy who owns Hilton Hotels. And so Hilton asked him, said, What do you want? He said, honestly, I'd like a shot of your bus- at your business. Then Hilton at- responds to him and says, when somebody like me asks you a question like that, you better think bigger. To which the advertising agent responds, you know, there's snakes that spend their whole time in the desert, starving, until they finally see something that they can eat. And they try and swallow the whole thing whole. And what ends up happening is that they choke and die. And so the lesson for that is, when you bite off more than you can chew, you go straight shooting for the stars while it is commendable and it's beautiful and it makes sense and you, and you want to do that and, we, and, and you want to ideally be there, you start by running, running to do a small thing that will get you to that point. And then further, how do you maintain... Your, your estate and 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 propel your growth from not slipping down God forbid but continue your growth up is also by the same token by doing the small things they might seem small and and, and when you become good and you become um um, competent and proficient at a given task or, or, or a thing at work or a thing in your life. Let's say it might be the gym where, where this becomes something that is a thing of habit, right? And it, it becomes taken for granted. And then when you take it for granted and you say, you know, I don't really need to need to do this because, because I'm, I'm already past that level. As soon as you start thinking like that, that small thing, that's something that you just gave up the opportunity to then succeed and grow forward and build yourself up because that small thing is not a small thing. Rather, it's like an it's like a wound. You're right. A wound is a, a small wound is a small wound, but just like a big wound, you have to clean it. You have to protect it. You have you ha- you have to sanitize it because the small wound can become as infected and as difficult to cure and as problematic as the biggest of wounds and so the, the so the same way you protect yourself by doing what you can and if you have even even the smallest ability to do something good in the world and do something that that changes your life and changes the world around you but it's, even if it's giving 5 cents to charity or smiling at another person or saying hello to somebody you know with with a kindful demeanor or Anything like that, it changes you. It changes the world, and it changes our life. It's it's been shown that just smiling, just the actual act of smiling, changes your very mood and from from being gloomy and sad or angry to being happy. Just even if even if you weren't, you that wasn't an intention in, in your mind to steal all these thoughts and all these ideas, but the simple act of of smiling changes your life. So the simple, just a simple act, a small deed, a small act, this can, has such a dramatic impact on your life that you have to run to do it. That you have to foster every single act of a part of you to do that thing, because it's that thing that's stopping the the waters of the world from rushing in and taking over and taking over your being. So l'chaim, l'chaim, Shabbat Shalom, that we should run to do the mitzvahs, and we should run very soon to greet Mashiach. Chaim.